The darkness is falling, the sky has turned gray, the hound in the distance is starting to bay. I wonder, I wonder what she's thinking of, forsaken, forgotten, without any love. Alone and forsaken by fate and by man, oh Lord, if you hear me, please hold my hand, oh please understand. Welcome to the Survival Podcast for people who take movies too seriously. We survive the apocalypse, so you don't have to. I'm Johnny. And I'm Shane. And this week we're rabid with Cujo. Although we're not rabid. The dog is. Ah! <laughs> oh, that was so much louder <laughs> yeah. for me than it's going to be for the people. <laughs> I know, it was way too loud for me as well. Um, I done that thing where I wanted to like, turn the volume down on my laptop. Like, <laughs> you know, when you're watching something with your yeah. headphones in, it's just... Um, so Johnny, let's continue. <laughs> Actually, that, can we turn the? Is, that is a bit loud. Yeah, anyway, it's isn't loud, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're doing Cujo this week. Actually, it's well, that's something. Uh, yeah. There was a few people that did point out last week, kind of disappointed that two of the things they were excited about us talking about were the two things we decided not to talk about, and they were like, "Well, who cares about the X Men?" We said, "If we have time, we'll talk about the." mutants from fallout but also oh, when we yeah. talk about carry at no point in the podcast were either of those two topics mentioned again all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right okay yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. two people said to her like what the fuck <laughs> oh we never came back to <laughs> yeah um but at least now Sorry, guys. <laughs> but at least now we get a stephen king book it's kind of makes up for not doing carry yeah well well we use we said with the fallout uh, we said we probably wouldn't. We would probably come back to it in some way, yeah. but in the series that we're following at the moment. So it's... At some point we can do Carrie. I'm not sure if Carrie, there's an episode for Carrie. It would have been ideal, like, it and X-Men would fit hand in hand, but, like, I mean, we'll mention it. We, we'll, yeah. we'll do an episode, at some point we'll do an episode of, of like, three, three things, where we'll do, like, 20 minutes on three topics that were never big enough yeah, for an that's episode. A, that's a, I don't think Carrie has enough... To be like, like well, the I way to avoid that is just be nice to her. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think we've done it with X Men. Like, all Carrie yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. Carrie is a, just a mutant. Yeah, um, she's just a dirty mutie. The eighties sort of X Men storyline is essentially taken from all the articles throughout Carrie. Like, mm. um, Jubilee's almost like her her sort of story arc introduction yeah, ways, is yeah, essentially yeah. Carrie's. But um, but you get Stephen King. This is the first Stephen King thing to cover in a podcast really? where we mentioned him loads. Oh wait, no, Running Man, of course. Although we just it's just that we done the movie. Well, Running Man was uh, Richard Bachman, of course. Yeah, yeah. We more, I guess, we more focused on the because the movie and book are so different that we were, we yeah. were really doing the movie and not the book. Yeah, which also means he Stephen King should be worried because. Oh, that's yeah. Sorry, that's <laughs> the big thing is we've managed to kill. So many people. <laughs> yeah, once it, yeah. <laughs> Let's not wear that like a badge of honor, though. No. Um, yeah, we we uh, talked about Muhammad Ali in our well two episodes ago, and then before, yeah. like six days after, I think. Muhammad. You were talking about him fighting Superman. Yeah. You put that comic book up on your Facebook page, and I read it the other day. It is the funniest thing. Ever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you so you put it up at when he died. Actually, is it kind of? Like, yeah, because everybody was like commemorating him and like, yeah. No, none of you watched. No, you watched this fight. Like, no, <laughs> you just 
all these people have like a poster with a motivational yeah. quote under it. I've never seen a fight of them or anything. <laughs> there were so many people that just talked about like that time he beat George Foreman and that time he beat Joe Frazier. And it's like, he had like 40 other fights. Like, can he not, <laughs> can somebody mention another fight he had, please? Oh, yeah, there's like, a really good documentary film about <laughs> one of them. Like, <laughs> that's it. Like, oh my God. Um, like, I, I think after, Fra- I think he had something like 27 fights after fighting Joe Frazier. Really? That, or not sorry not Joe Frazier uh, George Foreman yeah and who George Foreman is the guy who's like mostly responsible for his traumatic brain injuries because like. <laughs> yeah. he hit so hard yeah I think George Foreman might have been the hardest hitter ever I don't think there's anybody measured as not hard not Tyson no no I don't think so I think no Tyson's way. like in the top 15 but not even yeah, the top yeah. 5 wow really well I suppose he was he had a lot of Really quick knockouts, but he wasn't necessarily a hard hitter. He yeah. just went in heavy straight away. I don't know enough about boxing to comment on it. But yeah, uh, well, I wouldn't really either. Like, I'd but, uh, kind of watch it. But for to continue the trend, anyway, we mentioned him and he died. And who else were you saying there? There's some. Yeah, other... I don't actually know when we mentioned him. Somebody just said we did. Um, there's a UFC fighter, or well, he's more. He's an MMA fighter. He was in UFC very briefly. Um, and his name, I'm drawing a blank now. Kimbo Slice. Oh yeah. Um, how could I forget a name like that? What uh, a name. Jesus. But yeah, he died the, just a few days ago, and yeah, apparently we talked about him. I'm assuming in the Running Man episode because I know we were talking about. Yeah, I think he did. I remember talking about him in yesteryear's news today. I assume that's not what they. Is that when you did the wrestling? We were talking... No, when we were doing Houdini for some reason. It's weird how much cage fighting oh, comes okay. up. We were talking about the trick to punch to the gut. And I said, yeah, yeah. David Blaine done it with Kimbo Slice. Oh, okay. Um, but I assume that's not what they're talking about. That's far too... That's That, that won't count. That's like two years ago. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I've seen a lot of people... It's funny to listeners out there who probably already know this, but... A lot of people are discovering disaster artists and then discovering... Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Yesterday's News afterwards. Because oh. we've been getting loads of likes um, and page views on Yesterday's News um, Facebook page lately. Yeah, that, few. <laughs> like that went back into like the What's Hot on iTunes. Did it? <laughs> yeah, there hasn't been an episode in like nine months or something. It's gone back in. Deadly. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, on the Irish one now. It takes yeah, yeah. A, a lot more to get into the American one. Um, well, it's because we're history and, like, it seems like history podcasts don't do too well in Ireland. <laughs> but that's enough uh, filling time because we haven't done too much. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, we've just been talking bollocks. Um, uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe to us and rate us and good stuff. Cujo yeah. is a book by Stephen King and a film. Yes, it's the first the time we've done a Stephen King book that says it's penned by Stephen King. Hmm. Considering this place is mostly built out of Stephen King books, it's amazing it's taken us this long to get here. And ironically, I don't think that's a book that's in this house. <laughs> I don't think oh, the so book you don't Cujo, Cujo is here. Oh, I don't think so. Like, I've read it, but I don't think I have a copy it's of it. Stephen King everywhere. It might be in that omnibus book. The I think that's two. I think that might actually be The Dead Zone and Carrie or something. 
Oh, okay. Oh, wait. No, it is. I'm sorry. I just have a really shit memory because I actually bought it. <laughs> You're like, oh, hang on. QJ is no, right behind me. It is because I only bought it recently in a charity shop. I saw like a real cheesy looking paperback of it. Oh. And I just, even though I knew I already had it somewhere, I was just like, I want that yeah. version of it. If you can find it, I want to see the cover. Um, just realizing we could do a whole separate podcast on just Stephen King. Surviving Stephen King. Well, specific <laughs> ones like say Dreamcatcher, Alien Invasion, and oh, well, stuff that's like the thing. That. I was like, we could do. I was thinking that, that at some point we'd just do a King. Se- like, oh, well, we didn't say this. We're kind of doing an animal season now, so this is our first. Yeah, but we could at some point just do a Stephen King season. Yeah, but, like Under the Dome, the stand. Yeah. It's fucking loads. Like Under the Dome would be a fantastic one to do. Like, you just wake up great. one morning and your town is under a dome. And it's also like doing the Simpsons movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and under the dome is one episode. So, the basic story of Cujo is a dog gone rabbit with rabies yeah. and attacks. Causes terror on a town, but more on a select few individuals. Yeah, yeah. I think most people are familiar with the concept of Cujo, like Cujo the killer dog, like most yeah. people probably. I wonder, do do many people know he's rabid in it, or do they think you know, it's a demonically possessed dog or something? They probably just assume. Yeah, it's hard to know. Because it's um, Stephen King. Like, is that the one with the dog that gets covered in pig's blood while it goes to the prom? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, a good one as well. It's a book Stephen King has no memory of writing. <laughs> that is a fascinating piece of trivia go on uh because he was drunk for the entirety of it oh like the two hours that he took him to write the book <laughs> but not he was just in a drunken stupor for uh that period like wow i think jason i think i don't think he remembers writing Dreamcatcher either i could be wrong on that but he has no recollection like he read cujo and like it was as much a surprise to him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because like the books read. Was he? Did he have a period where he was severely alcoholic? Oh or, yeah, yeah. Know, I didn't know this. Oh yeah, so that's entirely what The Shining's about. Like about a guy oh, trying to keep things together while. Of course, yeah, yeah. But but it's funny because I think that works its way into Cujo as well. I think that's what Cujo's about. Because like, there's loads yeah. of. The entire reason that that book and film happens is because the Cooper family, who are the sort of rednecks, not rednecks, but the the, the locals, yeah, <laughs> the, the mechanic and the, the that is an asshole or whatever. The whole reason fucking Cujo ends up getting rabies and like running, go doing this rampage, is because they're so preoccupied with their own shit, like, and it just destroys oh, yeah. everything, and. I don't know, I think there's a, a little bit of King's life working his way into that. The more successful King got, the more of an alcoholic and drug addict he became. Oh, okay. The more money he had, the more fucking, he moves on to different things. Makes sense. Um, it's really interesting that Cujo gets bitten by a bat, and that's what starts the yeah. virus, because King's second book and his biggest hit, or his first big hit, the one that made him uh, an established uh, fucking household name almost, was Salem's Lot, the vampire one. Of course. So I think that's even his subconscious work. In yeah, that yeah. Like the, it's a, it's a bad thing. He was thing. bitten by Salem's Lot success yeah, yeah. and went rabid. Yeah, I just think that's interesting. It's, it's the most biographical book he's ever written. <laughs> it, it could be. He is Cujo. Which brings me to another thing, because before we went on air... Does Cujo, like... Uh, is Cujo in a different language mean king or something like that? I, kn- I had seen this earlier, what Cujo actually... Yeah. But I can't remember now, and I didn't make a note of it. It was something stupid. 
But you were before we started recording. You were saying how what was it? you were wondering if it was a short story or something. Yeah, well, I just I read. Um, I didn't read the book. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> you said is, that with such get your. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't read the book. <laughs> no, this is something I've long established on this podcast: is I read extremely slow. Yeah. So when we're doing something based on a book, Johnny always reads it because he's a read monster. Um, <laughs> Demon, he's a read monster, and um, the film looked terrible. So I did my usual thing of I watched a couple of scenes from it. I kind of skimmed the film, watched the trailer, and read the book synopsis. <laughs> and yeah. the book synopsis to me just seemed like really short. It seemed like there wasn't much to tell apart from this happened. Like this guy beats his wife. This guy, his, his company is failing. His this but I guess, couple are trying to leave town. You know, but, this kind of, but, and then but what's the this? dog gets bit by a bat, and then this this woman and her son are trapped in a car. But and what's then the they, synopsis to anything? Like, what's the synopsis to Jaws? Oh no, but I mean, I was reading the long descriptive. Yeah, one. yeah. But even if you were to do that, well, for Jaws, like, what would it be? I suppose, yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's, any book that isn't like. If it's not a sort of a suspense thriller, or you know, yeah. you're more paperback, your John Grisham novel, or your Dan Brown book, like what's? Yeah. Well, give you an idea. Like the last time I did this for an episode was uh, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit uh, four five one, and the synopsis of that was like three full PDF yeah. pages. I guess you yeah, but four. But you, then you're going into the you're going into speculative fiction. It tends to be like something's happening in every page. Yeah, like yeah, anyway, yeah. but I would say like so much happens in Cujo. It's not a big book. It's probably like three hundred pages. Oh, I guess yeah. like it's it's just your standard book size. Yeah, but like so much happens in it. It seems, but Cujo once he's got the virus anyway, I would say he's in maybe thirty to forty pages. Oh really? Of the okay, entire yeah, book. Yeah. No, no, maybe. Suppose, so it's more about the survival and the the last, the sort of last couple of. It's not done in chapters. It's actually really interesting. There's no chapters, no scene breaks. Yeah, I was reading that. It's just there's just titles to when it changes perspective. Yeah, it? yeah. Um, and it does that a lot because it's written from a bunch of point of views, but which is really interesting because like it makes the book just relentless. Which is the dogs relentless, so the book has to be too. It's, but. Um, let's for sake of art, let's pretend there's chapters. The last few chapters would be the survival yeah. aspect of it. Most of the book is centered around the fathers that his agency going under after the whole yeah, yeah debacle with the with the serial campaign. That's so much of the book, and oh it is so fucking good. It's so interesting. <laughs> oh, I love I love stuff like that in a book, especially where it's something that's really mundane, but it's so interesting. <laughs> You've been completely tricked into the book and you're like you you're like tricked into this <laughs> her story about like a killer dog and all of a sudden you're reading Mad Men. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> that's brilliant though. Um and like and you know his wife's cheating on him, so and he had he's leaving to try and like get his company back together. Yeah, because what's happened? Do you know what's happened to them in it? Is no, they uh, they sh- they're they're an advertising agency and yeah. they shot a promo for this cereal that has like a, a doctor sort of uh, what do you call him mascot. Yeah, 
and he recommends kids eat this healthy breakfast blah 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 and then loads of kids started like getting sick blood but it wasn't actually blood it was a food coloring that was used in the cereal but became oh. such a scare that the cereal company went under and had to make an apology and it was there you know like if you watch mad men yeah it was you know, lucky strike yeah. yeah you know well everybody has one big account yeah everything else just is to keep the the sort of new guys start and ticking over until they can graduate to working on the big account yeah, um, yeah so he's just trying to save that or they'll be ruined and they've just moved to castle rock and all this and it becomes really obviously we're not going to talk too much about that because yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's not something we can really talk about surviving a, your company going under but maybe someday yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it's just interesting that that's what yeah you end up reading like and obviously and, and then while he's off trying to sort that it's when shit happens Oh, yeah. With the wife and the kid getting trapped, which again goes back to Stephen King's whole alcoholic thing. Like again, yeah. is that another metaphor for him being away? Yeah. Um, well, that's what I mean. Like the synopsis I read left most of all of that out. Just said he's struggling with his advertising agency going under. But I suppose it. when you read that in a synopsis, you think like, "Oh, this is just a bit of backstory to give that character." Yeah. You don't realize, oh, that's <laughs> this is actually yeah, a yeah, huge a... focal point of the story. For <laughs> so that's what made me think, "Oh, this is a short story." That's why, because another, other writers would be like, yeah, this ca- that's character set up, and you can ignore that. King typically is like, let's let's see where this goes. Because <laughs> I think that's what Stephen King does. Like, he knows, like, he sets up all this backstory, and he knows, obviously, more about his characters than anyone reading. And then he's writing, he's like, hmm, I'd like to look into that more. And then all of a sudden, he's got, like, seven chapters <laughs> about this completely. Yeah, so I suppose actors much love play- must love playing his characters, because... That's probably why, like, you know the way, like, typically Stephen King films are shit, but always have really good actors attached? Yeah, must, that must be. Like, there's uh, loads for them to do as an actor, but just not in very good films. Because yeah, like. that always always makes me laugh, and I'm sure you've come across it as well, uh, working in, when you do anything in film, and you're working with an actor, and they're just like, they write their own character's bio yeah, and stuff, and you're just like, you don't need all that. Like, the lines are there. You know what the motives are. Just use that. Didn't we have an actor do that for a music video or something like that? Really? I think... Was it not... Maybe not a music video, but something... We done something really small. Like a pro... Ah, it it doesn't matter. Also, actually, I was saying... I just said the name Castle Rock, expecting you to know that. It's a place he uses a lot, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's um, There's always... Because they're all set in the same universe, for the most part. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, Castle Rock. So town. why would anybody live there? <laughs> Shit happens. Yeah, well, they all like they all. I guess they're all. Well, Castle Rock isn't in Castle Rock's in like maybe seven books. Okay. Like, so it's not is like that, everything is that happens where there. Um, like it and Tommy Knockers are. No, that's Derry, which is another fictional. Uh... I don't know where Tommy Knockers is. I know Dreamcatcher is Derry, and so is it. Because okay. in Dream Dreamcatchers, like. It where the, it's split into two halves, them as children, them as adults. Yeah. And when they're children, they mention that that summer there was no other kids around. Yeah. That's because they're all being taken by it. In Dreamcatcher? Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They're that's actually, that's brilliant. even in the film, yeah. They mention yeah, that they're never... the only ones. Because when they, is it Duddits? Remember when he's beaten yeah, up, yeah. they refer that there's been no, that there's no kids around this summer. Yeah. When they're yeah. All, yeah, and that's because it's the summer it was. Oh fuck! That's <laughs> genius. Because I absolutely loved the first, I'd say, forty minutes of that film. I thought it was one of the best things ever. Isn't it great? 
like best characters, the brilliant book. actors, incredible story, and then it just goes to shit. The books like that up until, but it just goes like all the them as kids, fantastic. Their hunting trips, brilliant, and then what? Like it just gets a little bit longer into it before it goes yeah. down. But even all the stuff of them like adults and they're using their powers and like there's even a little story of like one of the guys who's is he like a car salesman and this woman loses her keys oh, yeah, yeah, and he true. finds her keys by using his power and it's just like simple stuff like that and it's brilliant mm. and even the whole is it Damien Lewis isn't it yeah, yeah and this whole his character he goes into his mind palace and all this kind of yeah, shit yeah. like that's brilliant yeah. and then it turns into this ridiculous story <laughs> With like this really stupid alien invasion. I think Stephen King was addicted to Oxycontin when he wrote that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't like, he said the same that he really likes the start of it. He's even yeah. hinted towards re- to rewriting it. Really? That'd yeah. be cool. No, I'd say it's probably too old. Like, if he yeah. hasn't done it now. I, I remember seeing it in the cinema that came out and went, those are the best characters ever in the worst possible story. <laughs> I, I've seen that film a few. I really like I need f- to watch it again. I really like the style. Like, I enjoy watch. I think it's a bad film for the more, but because it, the last forty minutes is awful. So I, I consider it a bad movie, but I still enjoy watching. It. I think it's got a really nice atmosphere and stuff. Like oh, it's yeah, a very yeah. nice film to watch for some reason. Yeah, but we'll save that for our dream. That was not subtle at all. Um, in case um, you didn't notice, folks, it's late in the evening, so the, we're having a few beers in the bunker just to stay with the book. What? Well, Sorry, yeah, King. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, no, I'd mentioned it. It's written from loads of characters, POV. So, you know, you were going to talk about the town. We never got there. Just that it... Oh, no, I just mentioned that. I'd randomly mentioned it was set in Castle Rock. So I just wanted to mention it was a recurring... Oh, also, to link it back to another episode, it's named Castle Rock. It is the uh, sort of fort from Lord of the Flies, remember? Where the whole... Oh, yeah. It's Castle Rock. That's where it's taken from. A lot of it's written from, well... Not a lot of it, but a good portion of it is written from Cujo's point of view as well. Oh, really? Like, That's not cool. Cujo thinking, obviously, but he's the... Oh, yeah, the describing his movements. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, even, like, it's... Like, when he gets the virus, there's lines, like, he... You know, referring to him not really knowing what was going on and being ordered to do something and not doing it. And he couldn't understand why he wasn't doing it. How he, he always tried to be a good dog. And why Aww. he couldn't be now. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking sad. It's really sad. <laughs> um... Just just for perspective, I was showing Johnny before this because I was going to show it to you on mic, but it wouldn't make sense because it was just a silent, pretty much silent video of my baby niece playing with my brother's dog, who is gigantic. Hmm. Um, my brother has this really big dog, and he has an eight-month-old baby, and it's just this photo of the two of them, just like basically this giant dog licking her hands, and it. Uh, Looks like he could probably take her in about two bites. <laughs> and uh, just give you, like, it was, it's a very, because uh, he's such a good dog. Yeah. And just that whole thing of like, yeah. you know, he's tried to be a good dog. <laughs> and I had shown, actually, you really liked the, the whole it connection with Dreamcatcher. Yeah. In Stand By Me. Oh, well, I guess it's not actually in the movie. Is that not Derry as well, no? No, I think that is Castle Rock. Really? Oh, no, they're in Derry and then are they going? Because they're close by. Because oh, their body is in... Sorry, I think the body is in Derry. Yeah, no, they're, they're in going. Castle Rock. Because yeah. um, it was originally... Uh, and it's funny I say the body because that was the name of the book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, what a, that is one of the best films ever. It's brilliant. It's in like my top ten, not top five. 
but in the book anyway, I don't know how you'd really reference it in the film, but they refer, you know, the uh, the old dump and there's the dog yeah. there. They're, he's referred to as being the meanest dog in Castle Rock and then in brackets is until 10 years later when old man Cooper's dog went rabid. How does he say that? Anyway. Well, the book's written from, like, the, you know, the way the, like in the film, yeah, he's a writer in the end. So he's yeah, writing he's, it as his biography. So he's he, reminiscing back. Yeah, yeah. So he's saying it until... Ah, oh, cool. And when does he say that in the film? That's yeah, I don't know how you'd work it because like, he, oh, well, he narrates the... I forgot he narrates, he narrates the, the film. film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's been years since I've seen the film. It's uh, your It man. sticks with me really well. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's... Because there's two, there's two directors that do all the Stephen King stuff. The, the only good Stephen King films are done by two directors. I can't remember which of them did and Stand By Me. Uh, well, this Kubrick and <laughs> well, no, he, well, he does. Uh, yeah. He doesn't do a good Stephen King movie. He just he does just a good film. <laughs> yeah, but is The Shining a good film? Like it's it looks nice, but is it a good film? I think it's one of the funniest films ever. I think it's like looks gorgeous and like yeah. it's kind of tense, but like it's a film about a guy going crazy, and you're told at the very beginning everything you expect is going to happen is going to happen because it's Jack Nicholson he's already crazy look at him, yeah, look at him yeah. already being crazy a film is like a book about somebody's descent into madness trying to like avoid it and do everything to save their family is all of a sudden about this guy who's crazy from the first time you see him and, and just, he kind of is yeah, yeah. or oh, kind of he just is like just Jack Nicholson being wacky for two hours <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Um, completely missed the point of the book completely right, yeah I suppose yeah, yeah. and it's funny because like pretentious like filmmakers will tell will, will be the type of the snobbery of people that never actually read books period let alone a Stephen King book they're the type of people that will tell you Stephen King's a bad writer oh yeah and or so they, Kubrick had to change yeah, yeah, yeah. for the better yeah. but the film completely fucking misses the point but no there's Frank Darabont I think he done Shawshank Redemption and The Green Mile. The other guy, I can't remember his name, but he done Stand By Me and okay. Misery. Yeah. And maybe something else. Which is funny that there's two directors that do all the good Stephen King adaptions. And then there's all the, like, there's the, the 500 others. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just do shit. <laughs> Ron Perlman's in about half of them, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think John Cusack's in quite a few as well. Uh, yeah. He's in the new, actually, there's a King Cell is coming out this summer so we probably oh, okay. should do that that's a zombie Stephen King zombie um, oh, interesting we might not have enough of a listener base at this point to whoever is producing it might like who did Carrie then oh Brenda Palmer done Carrie that's alright and yeah. he's hit or miss yeah anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, the so the dog is bit by a bat, bat <laughs> which is the most common uh, way rabies is spread it's one of those things like when you're a kid, you're told, oh, bats give you rabies and mm. dogs. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's back to one of those things when you're a kid, you know, you're terrified of being an adult because all dogs have rabies and there's quicksand everywhere. You know, <laughs> it's, 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 it's kind of one of those things. Well, I think globally, yeah, 70% of rabies are, is actually transmitted by dogs to humans to humans yeah yeah but that's now we're you're talking about poor countries yeah in america it's like there's not even a percentage on it it was like in 2006 there was like three people oh right okay yeah <laughs> um, they were the last and then one. that's a made-up number but it's something really low like 
yeah, in America, it's more more commonly bats. Oh, actually, wait, no, I think in America, the most common, I think it might be a raccoon. Raccoon is the most common carrier, so other animals get in it. Other, other, oh, okay, raccoon's yeah. the most common carrier for other mammals, but animal to human transmission, it's bats. Sorry. Oh, really? Yeah, because a raccoon and a human just don't, they're not going to be in the same vicinity. Yeah. Is, isn't much. there a theory that that's where vampirism possibly originated from being connected with bats i think it has to be like where else or what else could have yeah when you have when you have this idea of you're bitten by a bat or a wolf and you go through a transition well think about though there's a lot of stuff that werewolves is a thing for puberty though isn't it not the idea yeah it's a metaphor that's the word i'm looking for but i guess the vampire thing you go to dracula the, the vampire rules established there are very similar to rabies in that you get, you get rabies you you have a very slow change because like rabies doesn't take take over straight away like it can take months yeah. and sometimes it can take years which is terrifying that's crazy um but once it sort of kicks in you know you start first there's like a gradual sort of personality change which in the sort of Dracula version of a vampire, that happens. Yeah. Like, all yeah. of a sudden, somebody's, like, like something they didn't like before. Almost like a, a parasite's invading the host. You know, in, in those yeah. films where they're like, wait, she never drank wine. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's always that moment where somebody, he doesn't know, he doesn't take sugar in his tea. What have you done with him? <laughs> there's always that, like... A, you have that moment where you're like, Shane doesn't take sugar in his tea. Shane doesn't drink tea at all. <laughs> <laughs> but but you kind of have that. But then eventually, you know, there's the frotting on the mouth and they get really sick and just like go crazy and that happens in vampires. And then they just are paralyzed and go to sleep. And that's usually the metamorphosis in vampires and when they wake up, they're vampires. Yeah. yeah. Only with rabies, you just don't wake up. Like once you get to that point, you... I was going to ask you, is it the same effect on humans? Do we go crazy like dogs? Uh, essentially, yeah. Humans, it's just a bit different in that because... I guess we've got more rational minds. Yeah. We get... We're more prone to... Well, I guess, you know, you can't really have a dog explain to you what he saw. Yeah. But humans have, so I guess there's more... People know more about what happens to humans, but... Yeah, we have more... We're more delusional, or at least projected more. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, essentially it's the same. Wow. Which is terrifying. Rabies is... um, Because it is pretty common. It's... It's one of the only viruses that's in every that's been found in almost equal quantities on every continent. Really, with the exception of Antarctica, because yeah. I just can't live oh, there. Because okay. I I got my vaccines. I'm going to Vietnam in oh, the did summer. You, did you get rabies vaccine? No, we were told that uh, only if you're bitten by an animal. But it is a it is a big possibility over there for some reason. Compared to say here. Oh, okay, yeah, because you you can be um, what's it called? Um, a prevent. What's a what, what's it well, called? Well, a vaccine is creating imu- an immunity. Yeah, yeah. And then you have what I suppose a cure or a antiviral. Or... Yeah, well, yeah, sure. I don't. Th- there is no. Sorry, yeah, sure. There's no. There's no actual cure for rabies. There's treatments yeah. and vaccine, yeah. but yeah, this is like the doctor. She said to us, "Oh, you could have." I could give you, I think you, I was you just don't con- need it. You could get it as an option. Yeah. And she said, but really, if you get bitten by an animal, why wouldn't you go to hospital? And why wouldn't they give you 
uh, why wouldn't they treat it? Yeah, so she's like, there's no, yeah. and it costs whatever an extra 40 euro, there's no point in doing it. Uh, we were like, oh, okay. That's fair. But that's true if you're bitten by an animal. But rabies can be just spread through the saliva. And like normally. So if you have an open wound and you pet a dog that has rabies and he licks you, if it's early stages of rabies and he hasn't shown it yet again. Yeah, yeah. And he licks a cut in your hand. Yeah, or you, you, you can still get rabies. Like, yeah. not that that's obviously a, a stretch, like, but. Yeah. That was just my next point. Like, so it was a good. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, you don't, I'm, not, I was gonna say <laughs> I'm not going to make eight with it. <laughs> you, you don't yeah. need to be bitten, is my only point. But also, <laughs> um, you know, every mammal can carry it. So, yeah, just. Bear I would mind. just go around biting people. They're like, ah. Well, I think that's kind of what you do. Like, I, I imagine that's where the zombie zombie comes from, too. Very possibly, yeah. Because like, the rabies affects to it, it, it. Like, that's why it's actually so hard to find because it doesn't affect your blood. It's not a blood to blood disease. So the only way it's saliva. And yeah. Like, what is salivic glands? That doesn't sound scientific enough. <laughs> <laughs> salivic glands? Probably salivic. Okay. Right into it and tell us spit yeah. glands. Spit glands. <laughs> it affects your old your your old tink box and your, <laughs> and your spit and upsets your crap factory. <laughs> <laughs> so so swab test, but you know it's hard to get a swab of a bat. Yeah. So yeah. like when they actually, if they think an animal has rabies, how to typically test is to kill it and yeah. then cut off its head <laughs> and see its brain. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say that actually, if kill an animal and cook it and eat it. Can you get rabies then? I don't know. I know organs can carry it though. So if I have rabies and I'm an organ donor. Oh, you can give someone rabies. I can give you, yeah. Can, now, can is in it's happened, but it's not. I don't want your dirty organs anyway. <laughs> I've been keeping my organs. Prime. Prime <laughs> real estate, right? Somebody <laughs> um, gave up smoking. Exactly. <laughs> after 30 year long start to really suffer from it like you lose on the black you, market you were saying this to me the other day it was really funny uh, you know they say that uh, you should give up smoking before a certain age and you always <laughs> said you would do that and you did exactly that I don't think they say it I think I was the one that just said it. I said it to I used to say it in college like that oh, I'd seen that but it was one of those things you were like I'll give up smoking yeah. when I no longer look cool or something well, yeah that was the actually what I was saying yeah. I just I created a better excuse no but it was that I, I remember looking at like statistics for lung cancer and really nobody should smoke and you can get any sort of cancer at any time obviously yeah, yeah. but from my perspective I thought the the odds the, the chances look pretty slim below 30 yeah yeah so I decided <laughs> I won't I'm gonna smoke until I'm around 30 and yeah. I just done that <laughs> like yeah, yeah which is funny you say that because in a comparison God, this is completely totally off topic but continuing with what you were saying there uh like my dad smoked till he was like forty, mm. and hasn't smoked a day since. And he's in his, he's what sixty eight, sixteen, yeah, sixty eight now. And he uh, or he is this he's sorry he is in July. I remember him telling me he went like he went to the doctors and they he had something wrong with him and they did loads of tests and all this kind of stuff. The doctor was just like fascinated that a man of his generation never smoked, and he was uh. like. What do you mean? And he's like, I smoked for like 30, 30 years. Because like, literally, 
grew up on a farm in the 50s you smoked when you were 10 like yeah i remember oh. i remember i remember at a my granny's funeral and he introduced me to this guy who was like a farmhand on the farm when he was growing up and he's like oh you know shane this is john uh, me me and your uncle used to see the cigarettes <laughs> when we were kids <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. this kind of, so like yeah exactly you smoked for whatever like 30 years and like oh to the point where you like as an adult you're smoking 40 a day kind of thing like heavily it was the 60s when he stopped smoking then the recovery like the doctor said like he had like perfect beautiful pink lungs and was amazed that someone his age didn't show, have so- any signs or scarrings of being a smoker so goes to show you yeah, yeah. You, you will heal and recover he, he quit when he was 40 you said was that just when he happened to or did he was he like me did he have a plan because i think actually for anybody quitting smoking it's like give yourself a plan maybe because like if you're goal oriented because like mine was i was like well 30 but like i was like eh, that's that might be cutting a fine so i'll say you're not 30 yet are you i'm not even 30 yet i quit i think i was 26 when i quit or 27 yeah and that's why i said i was like i'll give myself a few years i'll pick 27 and then i just done it and like quitting smoking is really fucking easy it's like literally one <laughs> of the easiest things I've ever done. <laughs> like, it was just like I just quit smoking. It's like it's grand. Are you like uh, what's the name? Is it is it sick boy in train spotting who uh, he can quit heroin anytime he wants? <laughs> Did he it's actually? One, one of the characters. He has this whole thing. Of yeah. Like, oh yeah, I can get I can quit as easy as I started or something like that. But he he was one of the characters who. Uh, he would just not do heroin for like four months, oh, five months, yes, and then he would just do it again. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was your man who plays Sherlock Holmes now. Yeah, as yeah. a her- ex-heroin addict. Oh yeah, they even make a big point Johnny about the, Miller. that they're like amazed by it. That yeah, he can yeah. just. Wouldn't that be a great way to be anything? Like, if it'd be <laughs> incredible, wouldn't it? If that was your superpower, like you could <laughs> do, superpower was you could do heroin. You would just be like, hand. yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore, and then you just don't. Mm. Maybe I have that power, though. Maybe you. I'm going to go out and score some crack tonight and see how I get on. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll f- don't take another sip of beer. We'll follow up on that next week. Next <laughs> week, it'll just be me by myself. <laughs> People will really worry if for some reason we just can't ma- we make it next week. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's how rabies is related to vampirism. <laughs> yeah. It was actually one of the first vaccines as well the guy that developed it uh louis partour some french lad pasteur pasteur something like that yeah um yeah he he that's yeah (laughs) okay we'll start that again you say his name louis pasteur (laughs) he was the famous chemist that uh created the the he discovered vaccines in general or at least the principles of it and it was him that tested the the Ra- uh, rabies vaccine so it was one of the first uh, big uh, vaccines for the record i don't speak french <laughs> <laughs> it could have fooled me but yeah but there's still no cure it's just treatable and you can prevent it oh actually sorry i was making up statistics earlier and i have these written down so more than 99 percent of rabies cases in countries where where dogs commonly have the disease are caused by dogs Bites in America, bites are the most common source of rabies infections in humans, and less than 5% of cases are from dogs. Wow. Okay. Less than 5%. That's. Oh, so it's not even. That's even less than what? Like, it's less than 5%. 95 are other mammals. Yeah. I'd say raccoons are probably a big one. 
raccoons yeah and that's the thing uh one of the you know the, the, the different behaviors is one of the big signs of early stages we don't have raccoons here i was just gonna say that yeah we don't but one of the telltale signs would be if you saw like a raccoon running around during the day because they're nocturnal. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's one of the big clues that if something... <laughs> it, mental. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because like, like raccoons seem quite vicious and terrifying anyway. Yeah. Or they're so fast, a rabid one. Like that's why they would, of course they would be one of the prime carriers of the disease or yeah. more one of the prime ones to pass it on to humans because... How the fuck do you get rid of a, rac- a rabid raccoon? Like, <laughs> I know, yeah. You know, um, you know, my friend Stephen. He was at Darren's wedding. The really tall guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's in Australia at the moment, but he was living in San Francisco for ages. And he, uh, I remember, he put up this really funny picture of he just came back to his apartment one night, and in the kind of porch area where you get your mail and stuff like that, there was just a mental raccoon there, so they couldn't get in. Wow. And he just had this picture of, like, this raccoon, like, pretty much sitting there going, ah! And he just got, he just, he just posted it on Facebook and went, so, looks like I'm going to the pub instead of going home. <laughs> and a good thing, because it was probably rabbit. Yeah. Because that's a place a raccoon would normally be. Yeah, it like, just gotten in somehow whatever food or something is left but out. Ty- but apparently, typically, raccoons are very cautious. Well, I know they co- raid bins a lot and all that kind of stuff. They're yeah, but he was in terrible his pests. porch, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Did you say... So, like... Because that'd be somewhere... Well, unless he's a complete stranger to fucking human civilization. But but typically, yeah. they, they'll... Like any animal, they... Like, you know, even here, a squirrel won't come up to your porch because it, it's seen it knows that's where these big human looking figures are you know they don't yeah, yeah they don't yeah. tend to wander that far and um yeah animals with rabies tend to just not fear humans i don't know how that translates with humans i mean do humans just cross the road without looking if there's traffic yeah, coming but yeah w- one of the telltale signs of animals is they just won't fear you and most animals tend to be cautious of humans so if you see, like, yeah. if a fox just growls at you, it's rather def- than running away, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> got rabies. A fox will never, like, no, they're they're, f- they're, they're flight, not fight. Yeah, a reaction. Most animals are. Yeah, exactly. Unless you, uh, <laughs> unless you like threaten their young specifically or something. Yeah, yeah, and also there's there's two types. You can get the the just go mad type. Yeah. But you can also skip that and go completely to the paralytic stage. And just, oh, so you're just normal and you just yeah, go paralytic. Yeah, essentially. You just go to bed one night and wake up and can't move and then drift in oh, yeah. and out of consciousness until you die. Wow. Which seems... I would prefer that. If you're definitely going to die, that seems the preferable one. But that sounds terrifying to me because like, it's treatable. So yeah. what if you if you're bitten by a dog for some reason you or I don't know you get you don't know you've got rabies and you go to bed and you wake up like paralyzed I know and yeah. you're drifting in now you can't you, tell anyone yeah yeah like that's horrifying your whole time you're just thinking oh my god I need someone to save me I need someone to save me yes yeah, so maybe I would prefer to go mad and it's gone off sorry there was a there was a car alarm going off for a second there that's we why we, we had to pause um. Have you ever seen anybody actually react to their car alarm? No. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not a thing. Yeah. And sometimes house alarms, where they just go off and say... No one ever reacts to a house alarm. It's the worst thing. But, <laughs> but as well, it's 
it's a very Irish thing. If you're like you're in a restaurant or a hotel or even in an office building or something, and a smoke alarm goes off, everyone just ignores it for like ten minutes until someone comes along and tells you you have to evacuate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I've had to, I've had to, I was in a will, restaurant people once. People will look around at it, and somebody might go, "Is there a fire?" It's like, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah, and then, like, I was oh. a, I was in a restaurant. And this exact thing happened. Um, it was the weirdest experience ever because everyone just looked around and went, Jesus, what's that? Right. And you can see the staff going, is that our alarm? You know? <laughs> and then some manager went off his background. Oh, I'll go turn it off. And it kept going and kept going. And then eventually came back and went, sorry, folks, you have to evacuate the restaurant. <laughs> and... Then, like, a minute later, then, it was sorted and we went back in. And it was just the funniest thing ever because no one thought, this is a fire. Everyone thought, oh, that fucking alarm has gone off. But the funny thing is, I was in a pub where there was an actual, like, a pub restaurant where there was an actual fire. It was the same thing where, well, I think, I don't know people how quickly people reacted. Anyway, they didn't react when they should have. People were just like, oh, an alarm going off. But once somebody said there was a fire people almost killed each other oh really? getting out like okay yeah. and it was only a kitchen fire like yeah but like health and safety they had to evacuate because if anything yeah. happened if somebody claimed you know the next day that they had a chest infection because they're breathing smoke they could sue them or whatever it wasn't bad but once people knew there was a fire and there was even the slightest risk they were just yeah, really yeah. unorganized actually evacuating so <laughs> maybe that's something we, we as a culture should yeah should do something about isn't it funny though how much home invasion movies and horror movies the lengths they need to go to to try and justify why people aren't coming to the alarm you know i know we're like really it should just be well the alarm's gone off and nobody responds because that's <laughs> know, what people yeah. do in real life people ignore alarms <laughs> yeah. though is it a really irish thing or is it just worldwide well true yeah it might be a really irish thing i think it is but I, I think we, we in so, like the, the event you describe is definitely an Irish thing, but with just a house alarm going off, is it oh, yeah. an Irish no, thing? I think that, that's everyone. But that's what I mean, you know, horror movies where the victim's inside and she sets off the alarm, but you know, the next door neighbor turns out they're deaf, so there's then you know there's always oh, yeah, a cutaway to them, or they're listening to the they've got headphones in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's, the typical one is the janitor with his headphones. Yeah, on. yeah. But the real life version would be the alarm just goes off and the guy just sitting down reading paper and he hears it, sits up. Looks around, shrugs his shoulders, and goes yeah. past. Like that'd be what happens in real life. Or two guys like stop their podcast and like, I'll pause that shit and we wait until that alarm stops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't even look out the window at this. Which is exactly what we just did. <laughs> That's really funny. Like, that guy's probably nicking that car <laughs> yeah. and being really slow about it. We checked to see if it was a car at least. Yeah, I look at it. He's, dri- he's driving off now. But another thing, like, who gives a fuck if somebody's car has been stolen anyway? Like, that's why they should just get rid of that's a car alarms. For. Yeah. And I have no way to link that back into Cujo, but a funny thing we were talking about, like, you know, people acting different. Oh, yeah. You, you, your granddad had a farm, so you might have heard this, like the old sort of, almost like old folklore that, you know, people gone rabid or animals that were rabid were afraid of water. Did you ever hear that? from because i read the book i am legend and in that it's flowing water and all the uh vampires and that are afraid of flowing water and does he compare to people he, being rabid yeah and he oh, says yeah, because, it's a thing he says because yeah, yeah. he discovers by the end that the reason they don't like 
say the he because he's trying to look at everything scientifically and he's reading loads he of science tear, books yeah. and he figures out that actually they don't like the flowing water garlic or and i'm not sure if garlic is one but he he's grown loads of garlic in yeah, his, yeah. his hot, he calls it his hot house his greenhouse and but he discovers the flowing water and crucifixes and holy water and all that kind of stuff is just superstition yeah that they still have that much intelligence in them that's before he discovers they are yeah, intelligent yeah. but yeah it's um should really save that for i am legend i know yeah we need to do that and we need to do the book but no. anyway <laughs> um but that was a that's a common folklore to people with rabies not yeah yeah i'd never um, i'd i'd never heard it before that yeah I've, i i heard my granddad say it like and i've seen it referenced in different films again it's something that's always dismissed as being just oh an old wives yeah. tale i've heard it as it, a, for is it demons i think something like that. but anyway, yeah but i'm specifically talking about the actual existing rabies people talk about yeah, rabies yeah. and it's been dismissed you'll find loads of blogs saying like oh it's an old wives tale complete horseshit it's actually true really yeah it's because um the idea of why people fraught at the mouth when they have rabies is because it's spread through saliva like all diseases yeah. it wants to spread Oh yeah, drinking water. So there's lots of bacteria in your mouth. Yeah, well, it, it's rabies carry through saliva, so that's why you're frothing. Yeah. Um, if you drink, you you're hydrated. You're not going to froth as much. Uh... Ra- the way rabies acts in the body, it gives you a choking sensation if you drink. People with rabies are dying with the thirst. They try to drink. They start to choke. They're still no thirsty, so they'll way. they're still thirsty. Thirsty, so they'll keep doing that. Eventually, they become afraid of water because they associate with pain so yeah, it is yeah. actually true that people fear water when they have rabies. so especially something like a dog will learn that behavior like how you train a dog it's yeah. consequences yeah. now i don't know if a person i said people sorry i don't know if a person really because a person might have more of an understanding of it and be like i still need this and just force themselves to drink it yeah but a so, dog would just see water and yeah he'd remember the last time he tried to drink this yeah. substance he choked so if you give a dog with if you have a dog with rabies and you give him a bowl of water he'll fear that he won't fear the human but he'll fear the yeah. water so you could nearly go a human would um fear drinking water but they might still wade through a lake to, or a river to kill you on the other side yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a foot that i next. imagine they have an axe for some reason so it's like your tea t- thing if i offered you a water and you're like oh no 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 i no i don't i don't drink water <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like shit drinks you know because that is always a thing and you know like in the faculty where they're all drinking or they're drinking water because they're aliens they need to hydrate it's just like such a common thing in films and stuff where somebody does or doesn't do a thing yeah that it means they're infected i just like that rabies actually has that yeah <laughs> like if you got a point you <laughs> you suspect i've got rabies so you're like you're just you're nudging a glass of water, water closer to you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like um, it's supernatural. The classic thing is, or things that they, holy they put holy water, water into yeah. like a drink and try and get someone. I must read I Am Legend again, actually, now that you've mentioned that. See, this is back to my reading thing is I read it there probably this time last year and loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think it. you read it way before that. No, it's probably two years ago. I thought um, even more. I thought we talked about this year. I thought I had actually. We talked it. about this on a podcast. Now, whether it was this one or yesterday. Yesterday. I'd say it was, no, it was yes, it would have been. But anyway. And it's one of those things, is what I was saying. Because I read really slowly, I absorb it so well. 
Like mm. I've, I've, I've said so many times on this that like I, for me to reread a book would be a very, um, very unique thing. And it is one of the books that's on my shelf for I think rereading that's how, someday. We, yeah, we talked. You actually just said that last week that that was one you would reread. Yeah, you know, so it can be spread through, but it's it's the saliva. It's spread through. Yeah, and that's why it's spread through a bite. It's the saliva within the bite, but it is also although there's a bit of a back and forth on whether it technically is or not, but it is a disease that can be transmitted during sex. Yeah. So is an STD as well. I was talking about getting my vaccines. Remember, I was talking, was it two episodes ago? I was saying about the Zika virus. Oh, yeah. I called it yeah. the Zika virus, but the doctor the other day when I was getting the vaccine said Zika. So. Yeah, I think it was on the season two preview episode. Yeah. And because I said, it, you know, it's a virus that could end up giving us a, a little bit of a children of men scenario. Oh, yeah. And um, it causes a fetal abnormality. Um, in children and she was saying how it's a like, virus you can get um, th- you can get it from mosquito but then it can be ex- passed on to other people through bodily fluids so it's technically an STD as well okay. and she was saying if you like the symptoms are because uh, there's no vaccine for it yeah, at the moment and the symptoms are basically kind of flu-like symptoms or, you know, you get a fever and you might have headaches and um, things like that. Or you might even get a bit of a tummy bug. Um, and you can possibly pass it on to someone for up to six months. So oh, she, really? she, yeah, so she was saying to me like, oh, if you get any kind of symptoms now, it could be from eating some bad street food or whatever. She said, you're at risk. So, for that, for a period of six months, no make sure sex. you use a condom. <laughs> yeah. No sex. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but she was just like, oh, make sure you use a condom. And yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, that's mental. That's a fucking good thing to actually even... I, I didn't... I wouldn't have known that. That's... No, I didn't know that at all. But, uh, but again... Like, Any even... listeners to... There might be traveling. That's ask your doctors for, about a Zika virus. Because there is. Because isn't it like I don't know. It's kind of all along the equator kind of areas. So South America, a little bit of Africa, and a huge chunk of kind of like I'm going to Vietnam, Cambodia, Laos, yeah. Thailand, all those kind of all areas. pretty well traveled spots yeah. this time of year. Um, shit. Yeah. So as I I said it in that episode, we were talking about it, that it could be. You know, we could have a children and men scenario for about 10 years. From it, probably, you could... You might get two years of no births out of it if it was a serious thing going on and spreading around. If it really went widespread. Well, think of it this way. Oh, this is in a whole other episode, so I'll just say this really quick. So you can carry it for six months. Yeah. But if you're not married, if you're single, you're carrying Mm -hmm. it for six... A woman carries it as well, obviously. Yeah. So... So so right. I'm saying. I think it's men pass it on though. Kind of thing. Oh, so yeah, women, that's what. Yeah, it's like think. is it chlamydia is kind of the same, or women, yeah. men are carriers. But anyway, yeah, yeah. How it could lead to a children of men? Like, so say I'm single. I go out. I have it. I give it to somebody. Two months later, they have sex with somebody else. Like eventually, doesn't it become so rapid? Well, yeah. Over, those two uh, years just stay go. It's a two year cycle that just stays well, the, well, the idea is, I say, say you you can give it to people for six months. How many people do you sleep with in that six months? Yeah, and, and how many people do they? And how many times do you get it back? Yeah. 
from but that's what i mean so like yeah the two-year thing no two years is conservative <laughs> yeah two years is if everybody's like to get rid of it if it's like widespread of that obviously there'll be antivirals and things everyone has to be like 100 percent clean ca- clean careful yeah. wearing like even like married people whatever wearing condoms so there's not going to be any babies but conceived in those but two that years would never happen i exactly i know people who are 30 who slept with like it doesn't matter it only needs to be a handful of people but have like slept with loads of people like yeah. who'd be like adventurous lads and have never had an std check in their life like yeah and i had i was working in a job two years ago and uh there's a guy he's just a big jock of a dickhead or whatever <laughs> a and, big jock of a dickhead yeah he's just a big guy and it's just a great whatever great one day one. I, I was standing chatting to one of the lads one day and I don't know where how the conversation got there but anyway but oh we were talking about another guy in work who like he was only 30 and he had like six kids or something like this <laughs> and we were just like how the fuck do you have, does he have so many kids like in the modern day and age like that's just that's crazy yeah that's but crazy plenty yeah like for you to have like you're just stupid at that point. Yeah. Or, or you planned on having six kids. This other guy who's a big jock guy just goes, uh, it's 2014, who wears a fucking condom? And, and and he kind of didn't explain it, but I think he meant it in a real way of, you know, there's a cure for everything now. Or he, like, even yeah. if you get AIDS, it's still manageable. But he didn't say any of that. Like, he was going out the door with his bag and was just like, well, who wears a condom these days? Which 2014. is It's funny because even though stuff is more cure, like well, treatable, not curable. Um, yeah. But STDs and stuff are actually like more rapidly spread now than any other period. Apparently, it's a huge thing with um, people who are say about ten years younger than us, like mm. eight, eighteen to twenty-two year old. It's like that, they've no education for. Yeah. Uh, I thought that generation would know more about this shit. Because they seem more knowledgeable of other shit we didn't know about, but that yeah. seems to be where it's what it seems to be. Uh, what I think it is is all the girls are on the pill, and the guys go grand. Yeah, yeah, and and they don't worry about like teenage pregnancy and stuff has dropped. Yeah, but STDs have gone up. Well, see, that's why like the people I know that are in their thirties, their main worry is fucking getting somebody pregnant. Like, yeah. It's like, but you're thirty, so that shouldn't actually be the big like. Oh, if you don't, if you're not planning a kid, that sucks. But like. Yeah. You're 30, so you should be a mature enough adult that if you got somebody pregnant, that wouldn't actually be the worst thing to happen to you anyway. No. <laughs> you know, isn't it's quite different than being exactly. a teenager and pregnant. So, like, it's such... Like, what? You're, you No, now is STDs should be what you worry about because now STDs, because you're not old enough to actually fight them the way you would have been when you were yeah. 18. And now, especially if you're a girl, if you get an STD now you might never be able to have kids because of a result. So it's such yeah. false economy oh, like yeah, where yeah. like, no, 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 you're worrying about the opposite thing. So essentially what it comes down to, you're just a fucking idiot. Like that's <laughs> all it is. Like people are stupid. But uh, yeah, all the Leaving Cert exams started this week, which is our, I suppose the final exams for when you're in school, you do it at like 17, 18 yeah, in your yeah. final year. I don't know what the equivalent is in America. I think they kind of have more continuous assessment anyway, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Is it SATs or something? I don't know. Um, yeah, I think you're I know in England for the last year. In England, it's... Is it A-levels? Or something, I don't know. Yeah, well, final anyway, exams, anyway. Final exams before you go to college. Uh-huh. So they're all on this week. Um, in fact, just more weeks. like what you have in college. 
the exams like they'd have in college. Yeah, but it would have, but the whole point is it's the end of year, end, yeah, end yeah. of your last year of yeah, high yeah, school sorry, or yeah. secondary school. And I said to the guys, if you'd gotten a, like if we were sitting around having a few drinks, and they're like, man. This is that long since we did it? And I went, yeah, well, think of it this way. If you got a girl pregnant while you were in your last year of school, the kid would probably be starting secondary school now. And they all went, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah but that's true. Yeah, if I had a... He'd be 12 now, like, be close ooh. enough. Yeah, mad. <laughs> Go back to rabies. <laughs> yeah, we strayed really <laughs> if, far if there. Because we're talking about I think it's been so long now, but I think where we stopped off, we're talking about different animals and how yeah. it's how it's transmitted. And you're saying how it's like an STD. Yes, to... yeah, that's actually it. But here's the thing, because like bats, especially bats, are the most common uh, carrier that spreads it to humans. Or... Transmitter. I guess that's a sounds like an energy yeah. source. But yeah, but well, bats biggest carrier anyway. I think biggest transmitter to towards humans and raccoons are biggest carrier overall. Yeah. But despite what horror movies lead you to believe when bats yeah, attack yeah. people, uh, bats teeth are like fucking sewing needles. Oh really? Yeah. Like yeah. if you get clipped by a bat, you'll barely notice. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, that bat hit me. Yeah. You might, yeah. well, they're so fast as well. You might not even, that's, Oh, something just flew by me. That could have been a really small bird or a really big moth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <And laughs> like you like, might, oh, that you just strong. might not me. notice. Yeah. And a lot of the time, and I've had it before, where I've actually not in this house, but where a bat got in my window, and I walk up, and there's a black flying around. Oh, really? And I stupidly just left the room and waited for it to get out, and kind of like tried to scare it out, which was a grand way to get rid of it. But I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that at all. Because if a bat bites you in your sleep, no way are you going to know it bit you. So what I should have done when I woke up is killed that bat. Cut off its head. Cut off its head and tested its brain to see if it had rabies. Because I could have got rabies from that bite. I might still have rabies. It might just, it just might not be showing yet. <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to just freeze up. Start frotting. Have you seen me drink water since you... I've seen you drink a lot of beer. I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't count for beer. Uh, yeah. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> would it be really funny if that was a racist thing? You could drink beer, but not water. Well, no, I don't know if you would notice, but like, would you notice if I pricked you with a needle while you were asleep? You probably do notice it, as in you probably react to it, but not enough to wake you up. Like, you know, that where you don't know what no, happened. you'd probably go, Jesus, what was that? Uh, it's just um, it's a cramp or something. Yeah, yeah like and you go back to sleep. But so if you if you wake up in your room and there's a bat there, just play it safe and go yeah. get tested. Kill that motherfucker. Or just go get tested. I, I keep acting like you, it's ne- absolutely necessary to capture it and kill and it. And remove but... the head. <laughs> it is the only way to kill it when, when, once it has rabies. Oh, I guess that's where that came from too. Yeah, if they can only test it by removing the head, essentially. That's oh, where... Yeah, maybe. I like that you, <laughs> you said it. I yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't make the connection. This is fucked up, though. The virus became airborne once. No way. Yeah, where a bunch of cave divers got it without ever being bitten because they were protected. And it was just this extreme cave, this huge cave. And it was just it. There was so many bats with rabies in it. Oh, it was they, like a vapor in the air. That they just picked it up. 
Yeah. So and if enough That's insane. Yeah. So if enough creatures had it, it So could. open bracket idea for another episode, close bracket, rain of fire <laughs> with bats. <laughs> Right. Well, that's always what there is. There's, there, there's that. It's a really cheesy horror movie just called Bats. We could do that, but also there's the the Cronenberg movie Rabbit, so we can revisit. That's where oh, yeah. it's a rabies virus. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just that's so it became airborne once, or I think a few times, but very minor cases. But still, it's possible. So, how would you survive, Cujo? Well, the one thing, like, I was thinking about this a lot, and the one thing that I thought was... I love, sorry to interrupt, I love, I don't know if... There's a dog barking. Yeah, he's going crazy. <laughs> Is that your dog? No, it's your next door. Oh, he's like a big he's German a big, shepherd. Yeah, dog. yeah. Uh, I hope that's been picked up, because that's I really... It it's is. almost like you put it in yeah. for the tail end of this episode. I was thinking about it, and one of the big things is, it's the kid dies from dehydration because of their base the car turns yes. into an oven in the yeah so, and that's what kills them it's not it's they're trapped in the car is I what is the problem i think to go back to what i was saying at the beginning i think that's again stephen king's subconscious at play no so he just had a kid joe hill the kid that wrote well he's not a kid anymore the guy that wrote uh horns that's stephen oh, king's son yeah um Sorry, I keep drifting away the, from my The IB, idea being that uh, the mother is so busy fighting the demon yeah. that she completely forgets the kid is on his own and he dies. Like, it's essentially her fault the kid dies in the end. Yeah. Because she's so busy, like, just all her focus is on beating the dog that, well, the kid just dies yeah. of... Of while trying to protect the kid. While trying to protect way, the yeah. kid, but it becomes so much... She... I'm not really sure how it's portrayed in the film. To be honest, I, I've never actually seen the film, so... I've yeah. seen bits of it. I remember it being on TV when I was younger. Yeah. But in the book, anyway, like, obviously, she needs to, to fight the dog, but so much of it becomes about her being like, I'm going to get this motherfucker kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is almost like, well, you know, if you paid more attention to the kid. but She also, almost gets too caught up in it, like. Yeah, well, at least that's my reading of it, and my reading could be wrong. But, yeah, I always thought, even reading, even because I... I'd never seen the film, so it's one of the one of the Stephen King books I read much later than other ones, but still yeah. never actually knew what happened. Like nothing had been spoiled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from where I always knew The Shining, I all like even yeah. reading that for the first time. I read it when I was like thirteen, but I still knew that even though it's he different. Tries, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I still knew he. Well, the dad gets possessed. Like I still had that rough idea. But with yeah. Cujo, I kind of knew nothing. But once she started like getting that attitude of "Come on, motherfucker," I was like. Oh, she's the kid's gonna die. She's gonna get too yeah, occupied yeah. here. Um, so maybe I'm wrong, but you know I can't. That's why I felt reading it. So yeah, the well. So in this scenario, right, it's you and me in the car. Obviously, me and you. Yeah. So you have to worry about me. I have to worry about you. What? You, I was what? like, whoa. Why am I the parent in this scenario? <laughs> um, I suppose I'm older. Or is it me and you were a kid we found in a dumpster? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the kid we have from the road. Oh, yeah. That still survived. <laughs> or, or before, before the road. That. <laughs> it's like a Stephen King novel. It's all set yeah, in It's the all same. connected, yeah, yeah. So he's much younger instead of being like, whatever, 10, 11, 12. He's like five or six. Right? We're having a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> the classic scenario. We're having a picnic. 
then we we brought custard creams on, and we didn't and even bourbons. bother no 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 we didn't bother because there was a vote and people spoke and custard creams are nice here so i don't see why we would bother bringing i don't see why you would bother bringing bourbons i am so but, disappointed in all of you oh how many was it it was yeah and, and it all happened while i was afk as well and then i came back i joined it and then i was like oh it's too late it's all happened now no you were on it fairly early on i know but then i went away for like oh you I, mean when the result came in yeah like... i was away for about 24 hours and just didn't look at my phone or any of that kind of stuff and actually katie my wife is like um so custard creams won i was like what no <laughs> <laughs> and then i looked at my phone i was such i it's rare I'm, I'm a fan of myself, but... I, <laughs> I'm rather modest. In fact, I, I, I'm the most <laughs> modest person I know. That comment I just left you, is like, oh, I know I know you prefer bourbons, but I was just wondering, did you, do you like apples? <laughs> How do you like them apples? I, I love apples. Yeah, apples are quite... We can agree on that. So we've just brought... Did I give you a jar of my apple jam that I made last year? No, I must give you one. Oh. So we, you know what? We're, Again, for us, we're we're having we're, a healthy picnic. We've we're having some custard creams. No, 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 no oh. custard cream. We just brought apples. It's, it's a healthy. We're both on a. Well, can dog. we at least have scones with my apple jam on them? Yeah, I guess that's healthy enough. Okay. We're just sitting having a miserable picnic, eating apples, lovely apples, but you know. yeah, yeah. And we hear this dog barking in the distance. And oh, okay. With all the knowledge we've just had, we look at him and we're like, Shane, I think that dog's rabid. You see a bit of foam in his mouth yeah. and he's coming for you. We dashed to your car. Unfortunately for us, on the way down to our picnic, you said, Johnny, do you want to? We're on a, a quiet dirt road. Do you <gasps> want to drive down? <laughs> I, I was going to wonder how you going to. I jumped in the driver's seat. It was, I took off all right. Yeah. About five minutes later, we didn't realise that there was a drain there. Went straight into it. We got the car out, it was grand, but the axle's fucked. I was just going to say, you cracked the axle. <laughs> it's fucked, it's not going anywhere. And uh, But we didn't realise, till I parked it, we went for a picnic, and then I get back in. We were going to check, and we were like, you know what, I don't want to spoil it, let's have the picnic first, Our and then picnic. we'll check. I had brought some... Uh, almonds as well for a difference but no carbs so now um, we're trapped in the car and there's a rabid dog but you see even if we're in uh, Maine in which town is it Not Castle Dave. Rock Castle Rock and it's a hundred degree day Fahrenheit yeah and we can't open the windows right yeah and it's also 1983 so we don't have uh, good aircon in the car or anything. Actually, my car doesn't have aircon anyway. It's a <laughs> shit car. But it has air. You can flow air. Yeah. And it's coldish. But even... Yeah, we don't have great air. So, for the heat. But you see... One thing you need to know about me, Johnny, is... In the boot of my car, at uh, all I was, times... I was, I was hoping... Is... Right. I have... Couple of ESP high vis jackets. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Uh, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> ESP is the Irish electric board. Yeah, which is um 
I don't know. There's no equivalent anyway. It's like we only have one power. Well, we company. only have one, but in America, like there's a bunch in America, like Panda Energy and stuff. In yeah, yeah. We have one power company, which is a semi-state-owned company. So it's it's the com- the electric company. It's the electric company. Yeah. They're, actually, watch they're all... actually now called Electric Ireland. They've changed their name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I've high vis jackets. I which have... sounds like a music festival. But... Electric Ireland, doesn't know, it? Because it was Electric Picnic is a music festival. Yeah, yeah. Electric Ireland just sounds like a dance. I don't know. <laughs> it's the sequel to River Dance. <laughs> the in the boot is right. Okay, yeah. High vis jackets. Um. Obviously, I have a tire iron and a jack and all that kind of stuff. But what I've added in is I have a first aid kit. Mm. I have a big bottle of water a liter of water which Good is stuff. for the car when it runs out of water and then i have a six pack of water of 500 ml or 20 ounce bottles of water oh so that's fresh water because like the the water and for the car you know it, it's just it's tap water i filled in we need that to can go stagnant but it's fine yeah. for putting in the car yeah um and now if you're die if you're dying you'd risk it anyway yeah yeah and i have things like i have a i actually have an electric um tire pump and all that kind of yeah. stuff and that's always in the boot of my car that now sometimes the six pack of water goes down to two and other times it's a full <coughs> pack because I, I use it yeah yeah and because uh, i don't want to leave it there too long either so we're probably not going to dehydrate well what i normally do with stuff like that because like, i have like tin food and stuff that i keep and like yeah. every four months because i i that's still food i would eat normally because that's yeah. why i don't buy much tin food because tin food tastes like shit yeah but the little like it's usually just tuna where it's like when i'm buying new tuna i go up to my stockpile and take from that and put oh, yeah you face off from the back yeah, yeah yeah um but that's what i was just gonna say that is this just a movie that is solved by having a, a bug out bag in your boot like but I don't even have a bug out bag in my No, boot. no, I but... just have a couple of bottles of water. Well, you know what I mean? If you do, yeah. if you do you're sorted. Yeah. Now, <laughs> and if in that bug out bag you have a little crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> or an axe. You mean it's risky. You have to swing your arm out. Yeah. To... Well, I usually keep anti-dog spray. <laughs> I know, with my shark but like, even if you just have if, if you just have your water and some protein bars a little hobo stove and some noodles or so you know you're <laughs> which actually you're if we're fine. going for a picnic well yeah i would probably have, have some camping gear in the beach but yeah, yeah it was an apple picnic we did <laughs> yeah no you would have it's dog barking again you, you would definitely have them but if you don't have them is there anything else you can think of you could do? Like, say, for some reason... Or no, when we ran from our picnic, we left all our gear behind us. That's fair, because I'd be like... You're like, oh, man, I'm really thirsty. I'm like, oh, I got bottles of water in the booth. And I go and grab them and just bring them out of the picnic. And then yeah. ten minutes later, the dog's there. Yeah. Because that that's could That's a more realistic situation. You can panic. Because that's how they have dwindled, actually, is from scenarios like that. You get back to the car. From All those like picnics something. we've had. Yeah, <laughs> you get back to the car from something. And I'm like, oh, I have a bottle of water there. It it is amazing how useful it is to have a six pack of bottles of water in the back yeah. of the car. It's I use them all the time. It's unbelievable. But anyway, um, 
And I always give them to other people who need water and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I got a bunch of, like, I've often gotten one off you. Yeah, you have, actually. Yeah. But you see, without having... Without that. Without being prepared, I don't know, like, I don't know if um, she done anything... Did, like that how, I wouldn't have done. Yeah, like, she... You're, you're hopeless. You're trapped well, in this enclosed okay, from, space. I watched the scene from the film today. The specific scene, which is where... Uh, the lady and her kid Donna pull, and Tad yeah they pull up at um, the farmhouse they pull up at the farm yeah they come up, pull up at he's, he's their mechanic he's meant to be fixing yeah. the car they pull up at the farmhouse and there's all these really tense shots of there's something out there you know this kind of thing of like all these voyeuristic shots from yeah. behind stuff and under things and and actually it's really good because she has one door open and you think the dog is going to come with that yeah, door. And he yeah. comes with the other one. Yeah. It's really... It's done actually quite well for... Uh, I think I remember really seeing that scene on just yeah. like cut in with... I don't think I've ever seen the full film. But I've seen that scene yeah. loads. And I've seen the end. And actually that scene is done really well. And... in it, But... The one way the, it's done, the one thing I thought is... It's very, very convenient... That you were able to drive the car to just there... And then it wouldn't drive anymore... I think they keep leading up to that. That it will go, but yeah, of course that's. It's kind of okay if your car is being shit and you're getting it fixed. If it's in a scenario where you can drive it that far, you could probably just drive away. The only thing I again have even to if you're driving away at like two miles per hour, yeah, you're still eventually going to get away from the dog, or you'll lead him into town where someone will kill him or something you know I, I, I haven't seen the film in full but i know in the book when the car doesn't start when they're at the cooper's house that's like the fourth time because there's a whole subplot where she's been cheating on your man yeah yeah and she the guy that she was with is this psychopath oh really okay, he's yeah. been this threat earlier on and there's a part where he's coming to the car and she's trying and it won't start and then it just does by complete luck it does and they move yeah and yeah. then she goes to the Coopers and she's going to ring the husband and all from there and then ah, it doesn't start okay. so that's actually like yeah the, this, so it is starting and stopping and starting and stopping yeah and this is the she's already got the, the this is the fourth time she it's yeah been yeah, against okay. all hope to see if it would start and it didn't so easy yeah, you know yeah. it kind of gets it, it very much gets a pass in the book because she yeah, already yeah, got yeah. the turn of fate where it actually did start well I just kind of watched key scenes alone even I might even be wrong about exactly how that happens, but I know there, I know there's more reason behind why it won't yeah, start okay, in the yeah. book. No, that's fair. No, it just seemed, it seemed a bit weak to me. Also, King always gets this. Well, on the Castle Rock books specifically, he kind of gets a pass because there's this whole idea that even though Cujo is a completely non-paranormal book, yeah, it opens with a prologue about the darkness that visits Castle Rock, okay. and it refers to it came in 1979. And it refers to Frank Dodd, who's the serial killer from the Dead Zone. Yeah. And it says it, he came back again in 1981. Frank Dodd dies in the Dead Zone, so obviously he didn't come back. But it refers to... It's, it's, it's like the... Indexer. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was just going to say. It's Dark Passenger. And that actually comes back in full circle later on in Castle Rock, where there is kind of this idea that there was... Uh, a force making all these yeah. things happen throughout these books. Interesting. Which, yeah, it's a good... 
it's a really good pass for for a guy who was drunk and doesn't remember writing the book. Like, what an <laughs> amazing pass to make for yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I suppose the thing is, what do you do to survive in a car in the heat that you're trapped in? There's not much you can do. Yeah, like unless you have the book. Like this is one of those you, you. This is why you have to be prepared. Always have at least a liter, if not more, of water, drinkable water in the boot of your car. Yeah, like, I think I would need five just to be comfortable. Like, I drink so much water. Yeah. But you'd live, but, is my point. Yeah, yeah, but if I have... So, fun- how long could you be there? Because it's a slightly remote area. You don't know how long you're How long could yeah. you be there? And how much longer does the dog have to live before it falls into this stiffening coma if well, it has rabies? And do you even know if it has rabies? You're just singing... It's a mad dog. But I think you would know. Well, like, did, and, well, for our scenario, and you don't have you don't have mobile phones, or if you do, there's no reception. I or, guess for our scenario, we don't know he's rabbit, but we've met. Like, we don't know the dogs, and we're just having a picnic. Yeah, but yeah. let's imagine we do. No, well, the reason I say I would need five liters is just because I drink an awful lot of water. But if I have five liters, I have enough to drink and enough to scare the dog away with. <laughs> they're afraid of water so you just keep pouring bowls of water and offering it to maybe maybe (laughs) you're like i'm really glad i've got these 12 bowls and this five liters of water i could just surround the car with bowls of water (laughs) it's like rock salt and supernatural (laughs) so easy we could go back to supernatural oh my god jeffrey d morgan's gonna die this week (laughs) (laughs) well now you've said it (laughs) This is not a uh, like Jens Eccles or something like that. <laughs> How fucked up what would it be if just anybody, even if it was just like Anyone. a director, like yeah, like second camera assistant <laughs> or something dies. Um, do I think they're on a break at the moment? I'm so amazed that show's still going. Every time you mention season it, eleven, I finished it the other day, I mean, and actually it was amazing. It was a really no, good end. You say that. You say I've probably, that to me so much I though. Know. It has gotten really good. The amount of times we've had a conversation, you go, oh, but this season is really good. And then I watch it. And I was like, this is shite. And then the next time we're talking, I'm like, you said that to me last year. And like, no, no, I said the one before. It's like, you said the one before it too. But you also (laughs) said last season. Uh, No, there's a few seasons that were terrible in the middle. But now it's kind of, it found itself again about two seasons ago. Uh, If I remember. This season and the season before were way better than, say, the four or five seasons before. Yeah. You can't regain my trust. <laughs> um, but I think, like, it's I mean, been renewed for season twelve, by the way. Really, <laughs> and all the actors are happy to keep going. So why not? <laughs> oh, that's what else has ran for twelve seasons? A show like that, and Law and Order, probably sixteen or something. Uh, original Law and Order, I think, did twenty. Twenty, really? Yeah. Wow. Then you things like Eeyore, I think, did about 15, 16. Was it, would Eeyore be that long, really? Yeah. Jesus. Friends only ran for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of my reference point. <laughs> so, anyway. If we have a kid with us in Cujo, I think, like, we... <laughs> he becomes a martyr, I think. I was just going to say, best thing to do is, while Cujo's feeding on the kid, yeah. that gives us a chance to run away. yeah. <laughs> so you're just like you're just like hey Billy 
go out there. It's like I don't want to get out there now. Like, do we do we have an allegiance to this kid, or is it a kind of thing? We were having our picnic. There is, say, a woman with her kid, and she, this dog is coming along. We're, that's we're, we're we running saw for the, the car, dog killing her, and the kid was left to the side. So we saved the kid. We grabbed the kid, thinking the we might need him later. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's the right size for a decoy. <laughs> Like, that's the first thing you say <laughs> as we're running. Like, as his mom has been torn apart. And I, like, like he's small enough, like, six, seven-year-old. I throw him under my arm and run with him. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, good thinking, Shane. He'd be good for a decoy. And I just turn around and give you a wink. <laughs> Keep going. And the kid's just screaming, Mom! You know? I liked it. We're panicked enough from this dog to run for our car. But not enough to, like, n- not be making quips <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as if we think somebody might be recording like we're, <laughs> we're trying to impress each other yeah, yeah. well of course we, like, we're hopped up on apples <laughs> you see, it's funny because so this kid's just a stranger to us but yeah. even like if it's just us on our own like i feel like we can take on a dog that's the thing but you probably like dogs are like especially like this is a Saint Bernard as well. Let's let's emphasize yeah. this is a big specific breed of dog. Like, like you're talking a hundred kilos plus. Yeah. Oh, easily. Like they're fucking mad. Have, like like I'll show you my brother's dog. He's about eighty-five kilos, I think. Like he's a big dog. Wow. I think I could be wrong. He could Six. be something like seventy-five, which is still the same. Like I'm about that. A Saint Bernard is sixty-five to one hundred and twenty. According to Google. There you go. And Cujo, by the size of him, from watching the movie clips this morning, he's easily the 100. He's huge. Like, he's actually... It's monstrous. He might be and 130. He, like, he you know, is, he's the exception. Yeah. And watching that film, he is so busy licking peanut butter off his teeth with the over track of... That, like, he is big dog. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the, all the scenes where he's attacking them just look terrible. Because the dog is just having a great time. <laughs> he won the lotto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just eating so much. And, like, licking his lips. And he's oh he's not giving out to them at all. There's one that's constantly the, the park I run in. He's always there. He's a big... I've never seen... The only time I've ever seen a black St. Bernard has been in this park. He's just... just fully black one he he looks like he can he doesn't give a shit he's just walking around so slowly because he knows he's bigger than every animal in this park the only thing bigger than him is like a horse <laughs> well there's deer there but I, he'd still take the deer <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. if he stands up he's got the advantage of being able to stand up on his hind long legs for a longer period <laughs> like he could tear I them suppose, yeah, yeah. um but he just walks around like this big brew who doesn't give a shit. But like, if you come up to him and pay him attention, he gets really happy. And when he jumps up to try and like shake hands with you, he fucking knocks you down. <laughs> like, Have you had that happen to you? Yeah, yeah, he's huge. Like when wow. he, like, and he doesn't even like stand up. He kind of goes on his hind legs a little. And at that, already he, all of a sudden, he's like up to my nose. <laughs> like, oh, he's, he's not even standing full. And he's not. Yeah, he's massive. Yeah, like, wow. If he was rabid, like, I don't know, like, that's almost like a, that's like a small bear. It is. That's what, that's the thing. Could you take him? Okay, it's just the two of us. 
I try to convince you we can take him. Right. And I'm like, okay, you go as a first. team. And I'm like, as a team, okay, you jump out the back door. I jump out the front door of the car on the same side at the same time. And we take this motherfucker. One, two, three, go. <laughs> okay. I'm not moving. And I'm just going to let you die. <laughs> but, do you think, but do you think I'd fall for that? Like, do you not think we'd both just do... We, we would both... No, like, we'd go. We'd that moment. And then we go, go. And then we both look at you and go, ah. <laughs> And we both know each other were trying to get the other one killed, but we respect each other. For because we'd spend like half an hour going, yeah, we can do this. Yeah, we can. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, Shane, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> but I'd like that we'd both... You'd know I was trying to get you killed. I know you were trying to get me killed, and we'd laugh about it and be like, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then we just go, you just try to it's get funny. me killed. Our friendship means so little that we're willing to let to try and murder the other one, essentially. Yeah. But also means as much, means, means so much that we can respect the other for trying it. Absolutely. It's a good place to be. No, I think, I think after we try that and we realise ah, we're going to get no we, we can't outsmart each other we're going to get nowhere doing this I think we would just have to essentially have kind of like not mutually assured destruction is the right word <laughs> <laughs> but no I think essentially what we would have to do is be like right look only one of us can get out of this yeah so I say next time he, he once the dog gets enough of a distance away we both step out of the car yeah, one of us runs one, one way. way, and the other runs the other way, and whoever the dog follows, it'd be like a gentleman's duel, except it's... with a dog instead of and pistols. You know what? I'd be okay, it, like, because then I would see, I, I'd like, I'd be okay with dying that way. If that was what happened, I'd be like, yeah, that's yeah. that's a very gentlemanly way to go. We're both even with screaming just... to bits as you're torn apart <laughs> by a rabid dog. As I'm being eaten, just Zeppelin rule, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just off in the distance, and I just hear that. And I'm just like, goodbye, sweet friend. <laughs> I, w- I would love to think that when I do die, I'll, like if it's I'm something... glad we never had a communication breakdown. <laughs> if it's something. As... <laughs> If it's something as horrible as that, I hope I'm able to like contain myself long enough to scream <laughs> to scream rules. something like. Because I always thought if it was you know if you're one of those rare, I think I've said this on this podcast. I would love to be one of those rare people that gets hit by lightning, yeah, in public, and just be able to like have the composure <laughs> to go. I am the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> While I've been here. <laughs> or, or just go, fuck you, Thor. Or but something. imagine if you could do that. Everybody around would just be like, they would probably just take a knee straight away. <laughs> <laughs> as, you, as your feet melt to the ground. Yeah, you're still dying. You're in absolute agony. But... <laughs> chosen one. <laughs> Okay, so do you think, do we survive Cujo, or at least one of us survives the fastest? Oh, definitely one of us. The fastest runner survives. I think that's sacrifice. I think that's a good solution. I think that's the best solution, is the the gentleman's... Because the podcast can continue, and that's the main point. 
I think we... Which is one of us. Well, we could guess every Well, we always person. say it's we survive, but the idea is we are now uh, sort we're of one. A, a unity. <laughs> the podcast is a we. Yeah, when we yeah. say we, we, we're now talking about the listeners. We're not talking about yeah. Ben and Eric and everybody. We're all we, so we survive. Oh, name dropping. <laughs> ah, look at you. Listeners um, who've sent us messages. But yeah, so like we are a, like a community, hopefully, at some point. Yeah. But I think we survive. One of us dies screaming. That's <laughs> funny enough. I think we would both die screaming Zeppelin rules. <laughs> that's a that's a really good death cry. I've all, I don't know why that's always been in my head. I'd love to scream <laughs> Zeppelin rules. The as best I, die. Death cry I don't ever. know. It has to have been in something, but. I did, oh. Sorry, I know how it is. And it's funny, it's back to Lord of the Flies. <laughs> In the Simpsons Lord of the Flies episode, yes. it's when Otto drowns. <laughs> That's his it's... last word. <laughs> Zeppelin room. Oh. He's been taken off. <laughs> That's it. Best last words ever. I was going to say it was probably uh, the Venture Brothers. It was probably Brock Sampson who said it. It could easily be too. Okay. I think we survived this, but if you talk... Well, I survive. You get <clears throat> mauled. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm interchanging either. Know, yeah, yeah. Um, like, I just explained that means we survive because we're now a unity. But I, I don't know. I'd like to go into like this surviving like an attack like that. There's very little to do with Cujo, maybe. But we got a really good su- suggestion because we want to do sort of an animal yeah. team. We got a really good suggestion this week by... Yeah. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, we got a really good suggestion by Charlotte for The Grey. Oh, I did see this. The Liam Neeson film. Yeah. I've never seen it. The Wolves. Yeah, heard I haven't seen it. Her description of it, though. I mean, it sounds shit, but that's a great... That, it's a plane crash in Alaska, and there's wolves following them. It's all about us, man. Is that our next episode? That or the birds. No, okay, we're doing that after Jurassic Park. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> Jaw, that or Jaws? That or Jaws. Yeah, do we continue? Is, isn't is Jaws Stephen King? No, am I right? No, it's no? Peter. Oh, sorry. Sorry. It's Peter no, we, oh, well, Jaws. You see, Jaws for Shark Week, which is two weeks away. Okay, so next week is definitely going to be the grey. The grey. Then Jaws. Yeah, okay. Then a certain... We've ideas. <laughs> Let's, That's all I'm saying. We have notions. Yes. A certain YouTube gamer might join us. Yeah. On. And then... He's a bit oh. of a prick, but... And then I'm going to Nam, brother. Well, then we can do, like, the Congo or something. That's not Nam, but it's still jungle. Territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have to do one by yourself, and I'll Skype call you or something. Yeah. I'm not really... A... That's a rabbit dog. Can we survive a pack of wolves? Have a nice apocalypse. Alone and forsaken by fate and by man Oh Lord, if you hear me, please hold my hand Oh, please understand